Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Diz Dining Show. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, Dreams Unlimited Travel Agent Sean Falk. Hi. Diz Senior Editor Charles Boda. Hey, folks. Diz Associate Editor and Staff Contributor, Mr. Steve Porter. Hello. And back in the production nook, I don't know if you're on camera or not, but Rhino Clavin's on the controls. And why are you so dark? I, I didn't... I... I didn't think I was going to be on camera, so I didn't fix it. So, because I went to fix it, and Craig said, "Don't worry about that, Rhino," and told me to sit down. So, okay, you didn't eat there. That's true. You were not there for this particular review, which is uh, one that uh, uh, probably the most reviled restaurant that we've ever covered in the history of the Diz, Tony's Town Square Restaurant in the Magic Kingdom, um, and. Uh, you know, they, they, they recently uh, brought in a new executive chef and have made some changes to the menu. So we thought it would be a good idea to head back over there and check it out. And we did. Um, and I will tell you, this was one of the most contentious reviews that we've done. Um, there was a lot of back and forth at the table. Uh, I will be honest. I see a lot of improvement in Tony's. A lot of improvement. Um, but uh, some of these guys, especially the ones that haven't eaten there before, uh, were like, what the hell? So let's get started. Uh, we, uh, it was a, a miserable day. It's been raining here like crazy. Um, so we were all kind of already wet and pissed off with the, with the weather. Um, but I went in with an open mind. I think we all did. Um, for... Uh, for an appetizer, uh, okay, so I, I need to preface this. I recently started a low-carb diet, and uh, so my experiences here are not typical because I you know, really had to kind of specialize everything I ate, like you know, right down to the salad, you know, leave this out, leave this out. And I want to say they were wonderful about adjusting uh, adjusting things to my to my taste. Very accommodating. Incredibly accommodating. Um, so I'll give them that. I ordered a, I ordered a salad, a garden salad. Told them what I could have, what I couldn't have, and they like brought out this massive salad for me um, that was delicious. Everything on it was fresh. All the vegetables, the lettuce. There was no wilted lettuce. There was no you know anything. Um, it was really, really good. It was a good salad, and I ate, I ate most of it. Charles, what did you order for your appetizer? Um, for my appetizer, I had some form of soup. Ah, uh, yes. This was <laughs> the first place that there was some, yeah. some back and forth. Yeah. Uh, you ordered the, uh, it was the seasonal soup, I, I believe. Yeah. Um, it was a Tuscan, it was supposed to be a Tuscan soup with sausage in it. Um, it was really more of a, it was really more of a French onion with sausage yeah. in it. And then they mentioned it was, uh, the, our server Casey mentioned that it was, you know, like an onion soup with sausage. So, and that actually kind of got me excited for it. I love onion. I love onion soups, anything involved, add some sausage in there. And that seems like a winning combination to me. So I was really looking forward to it. And I will say off the bat, I don't have any preconceived notions and I don't have any baggage when it comes to Casey. So I was looking for Tony's or Tony's server was named Casey. So I was, and he was, I I just want to, I want to make sure we say this several times. This guy was 
among the best servers I've ever had at oh, a yeah. Disney restaurant. He, he was so good that I was convinced until the very end of the meal that Disney had maybe saw Pete's name or something and specifically set this guy up for us because he was so good. It turns out that they had no idea. We found out at the end they had until they really saw us filming, filming stuff. a long yeah. time. Yeah. And then they realized what we were doing there. Um, but it wasn't until yeah. the end of the meal. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, so uh, before I start saying horrible but true things, um, that I would probably go back if I knew he was going to be our server. That's how great he was. That's how great the service was. But when it comes to the soup appetizer, it was horrendously sweet. And everything there, this this is a trend. I love salty foods, but their food is oversalted. And I honestly think a lot of it is to cover up for some of the deficiencies and flavor that come naturally with it. But it was sweet onion sweet sausage it was it and it wasn't sweet with like a really rich flavor it was just overly sweet i didn't like the flavor um i just all in all it wasn't very good and i was really looking forward to it so it was i was sad that they dropped the ball on it and so much. and i took i took a taste of the soup mm-hmm. and i thought it was delicious yeah um, well i, I but would... then again i you know it, it's been it's been a few weeks since i've had anything sweet mm-hmm. um and it was sweet but I love, you know, I love sweet. Um, so I, I thought it was, I thought it was wonderful. I thought it was yeah. really good. But you've got diet madness, and I will stipulate. <laughs> I think one of the reasons for the contention is that you're, you, you've just the diet has made you insane. I don't think that's true. I think that's that, the only possible explanation for liking that soup. Is no, it just means you you didn't like it, and I did. Uh, that's Steve the other on. explanation. Okay, let me step in because I also <laughs> had the soup. Usually, we try to order separate things. I think there was a miscommunication because I ordered, I think, the house soup, and you ordered the sausage soup, which turns out to be the same thing. Anyways, the broth was disgusting. It was like Charles was saying; it was very like over the top sweet. I thought it had way too much of a fattiness to it. I know you're going to say, well, it's sausage. There was sausage in yeah, it. Of course there's going to be some fat in it. But it was, there was sausage there. It was there. excessive. No, I, did, I disagree. Um, I thought the so- I will say I thought the sausage itself, if you picked it out, was good. Um, but the soup and the broth, ugh, was horrible. Now you tasted it, Sean, didn't you? Did you no. taste the soup? No. 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 Good for so you. I have, I have nothing to input on it because I didn't. I didn't try the soup. All right. So. Well, what did you have for your appetizer? Uh, I had two appetizers. I got the. Um, I got a Caesar salad for one because I thought, well, we'll just try something basic. I've heard really terrible things about Tony's, and had never been there myself. And I just was like, let's let's go. Our server was really great. It's not a good enough reason for me to go back to the restaurant to. Hey, we can go for drinks or something if he wants to hang out outside of work. That, that's a, that, but I can't go back and eat there for him. But um, but he was amazing. But my my Caesar salad was probably the best thing I had as far as what I ordered. It was really massive. Like Pete had said with his salad, the all the lettuce was really crisp. It was all really like none of it was wilted. And but it had like the most pepper in it I've ever had. Well, it had some pepper. There was a little kick to it. I I, I didn't I didn't think I didn't think there was a lot. I think there was enough to taste, Mm -hmm. but I didn't think it was like just you know one mouthful of pepper with every bite. It was enough that I was like the pepper in this salad. Like I am remembering still like God that pepper in that salad. It was a lot, and I do agree with Charles. I think they have to put things like that to like make up for Mm -hmm. low quality food, which. We, I mean, if you eat it, you know this food is not the best quality of of 
ingredients that they're getting. It may, it may be better than what it was before, but I only have now to go off of. Um, and then my other appetizer I got was an eggplant something. And it was like, it was eggplant, a, uh, in Voltini, which is tomato, basil sauce, pine nuts, and Romano cheese. Yes. Uh, I got that because we had been to Italy recently and everything had pine nuts and pine flavor and all that, which I'd never had before. I've never really thought of pine being a good taste in food, but well, the pine nuts know, don't taste like pine. Well, I say. just, when, when we were in Italy, I was like pine, I don't know what that, but, um, so I thought, well, I need to get this cause a lot of things there had eggplant. So this sounds like it'd be the most traditional and, and um, it was just absolutely disgusting. Um, I hated it. It was so salty. That's all I could taste was salt. It was just a mouth of salt. And it was it was really bad. Like, it was one of the worst appetizers of anything we've ever reviewed. So the salad was okay, though. All right. Well, Sean's eggplant was a it was $12. Uh, my salad was 11 um, And uh, the seasonal soup these guys got was 9 um, and because I made, I took a lot of things off my main, my main course because I just, they're not consistent with my diet. Um, they went ahead and did not charge me for the salad, which I thought again, really, really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, all right. So moving on to our main course, uh, I ordered the Roman style steak. Uh, this is a grilled eight ounce Angus hanger steak. Uh, caramelized onions, rosemary crushed potatoes, and local vegetables. Well, I had to pull off, and this is a $32 dish. So this is not a cheap dish. Um, I had to pull off the caramelized onions and the potatoes, and I just went with uh, some some fresh vegetables to go with it. Um, and I'm going to tell you, this steak was absolutely delicious. It was. I would go back just for this. I thought it was fantastic. Um, it's a hanger steak, and they tend to be more on the fatty side, but that fat also gives them flavor. So it was very flavorful. It needed no sauce. It needed no seasoning. How it was prepared on its own. It didn't even need the caramelized onions that they include with it. Um, this steak stands on its own. Um, now, is it, you know, California Grill? No, of course not. But it was very good. I thought it was a little overpriced at $32, though. Um, But it was very, very good. And again, the vegetables were fresh. They were crisp. They were really well prepared. I cannot believe I'm talking about vegetables, but I am. Um, These guys watched me. We have video somewhere. Um, If if I find it, we'll drop it in here in post of me eating broccoli in public for the first time. Um, I'm really trying to push through on my vegetable issues. Um, and I'm making progress. <laughs> what? It sounds like trauma. It is trauma. <laughs> I'm trying to... I'm Bless yelling. her heart. I love my mother to death, but what that woman did to me with vegetables, that really had an impact. My friends and when family you have these mommy nervous. dearest, When you have these damn mommy dearest moments over cream, spinach, Brussels sprouts, uh, 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 cauliflower... And you're, I'm sitting there gagging, and this woman will not let me leave the table until I finish it. You're damn right. When I got to make a choice, I'm like, ciao. I'm done. I'm not eating it. So, you know, and that's just kind of been a constant thing. But now I'm going low carb, so I've got to bring a lot of vegetables into my diet. And so I'm trying. Um, so, yes, it was trauma. There's no no two ways about it. Um, all right. Talk about your main course there. All right. Uh, speaking of trauma, 
Um, actually, my, my main course wasn't the most horrendous thing I've ever eaten. Um, the, the idea behind it was good, but generally it was. Do you want a, to share with us what it was? It, I'm about to. Um, interrupting me because of the diet madness. Um, <laughs> the, the it was a it was a, a pesto gnocchi um, primavera dish. Um, with you can add shrimp or chicken on for an additional charge. I decided to add grilled chicken on for an additional charge, which ended up being uh, quite a huge mistake. The dish itself had some good elements. It had like a bunch of different seasonal vegetables and everything, and they weren't overly low quality. But as far as the actual pasta itself, I'm talking like maybe seven pieces, not gigantic pieces, um, but seven pieces of gnocchi. And that I usually order a dish very similar to that at the local Italian place. On the way, I get gnocchi with with pesto sauce and then a side of sausage, and I love it. Um, I love pesto sauce. I once again ordered something I was excited to eat and something that I thought would be really pleasing to me. But it just, I mean, it was it was mostly vegetables. Most of the pesto sauce was settled at the bottom with uh, just a large amount of peas, too many peas, um, to be honest with you. But the chicken was the worst part. The grilled chicken on top of it was absolutely inedible. Every single person here has seen me eat, and even if the food is bad, I usually eat every bite of every single course, so it has to be pretty bad for me to not finish. The chicken was, it, it took a lot of strength to cut through, it was dry, it was just very bad. Now, one thing is, we did complain about this, the quality of the chicken, and Casey did end up bringing us a, a fresh off the grilled chicken, which was a little juicier, but there's only so much you can do with the quality and caliber of the chicken they're using. So if that if that piece that he had brought fresh off the grill had sat for 30 more seconds, it also would have it wouldn't have been that good. And it, there's nothing they can do about it. Well, your dish was the house-made gnocchi primavera with grilled chicken breast. That's potato gnocchi, garden vegetables, basil, uh, pesto, and uh, Parmesan Reggiano uh, mm-hmm. uh, cheese. Twenty six dollars. Um, and yeah, the chicken was. Overly dry, yeah. and it, the quality of the chicken that they're using—if that sits under a heat lamp for more than a minute, it's going to dry. Right, it's going to dry right out. It really has to go right from the grill to the table. And when they did bring out that other breast, it was—it was moist. It was tender. It was really good. And we get to Sean. Sean also had a problem with the chicken. Um, and uh, to her credit, uh, toward the end of our meal, when they realized what we were doing, uh, the chef came out. And there's a new executive chef, her name's Chef Katie, and she came out and she asked us our thoughts and we told her everything pretty much we're telling you. And I got to tell you, she was really open to that feedback. Um, she's trying to make a lot of changes to the restaurant. Uh, I know one of the big things people want to know is about the red sauce. And yes, the red sauce has changed. It is now no, no longer out of a can. Uh, they are making a lot of it fresh. There are some ingredients in it that are canned that they're putting in, but they have changed the recipe, um, and it's a lot better than it was. Is it the best red sauce I've ever had? Not by a mile, but it's a lot better than it was. Um, and I can see that effort going in here as she tries to change up these dishes. Another ch- big change in this restaurant, all the pasta is now being made fresh in house so you can see that there is these you know she's only been a few months mm-hmm. i don't even think it's yeah. been six months i i also want to say she had a great attitude in uh like when we were 
critical of something. Uh, for example, when we mentioned the soup that me and Charles didn't like, she said, you know what? I don't like it either. And I was like, whoa. Like, I was not expecting... Disney usually has a way of... They just put on that smiley face and they, oh, you didn't like it. And they just kind of move around the question if it happens to be that they don't like it as well. But I think her attitude of accepting that criticism and understanding why people don't like certain things and then saying, oh, well, maybe, you know, it, it creates an environment for her and probably for uh, to, to create the, a, a better restaurant going forward. I think that she has the right attitude in fixing this place and that. I don't know. I just and again, optimistic. It's, it's really going to come down to how much Disney lets her do. Um, it's not just a matter of, of a new chef coming in and magically everything is, is made better. Um, one of the problems, this has been a consistent problems problem with Tony's Town Square, I think because of the volume it does, um, they've gone with lower quality foods. Mm-hmm. Now, to let her do higher quality foods and keep the level of profit margin Disney's used to in this restaurant, the prices are going to go out of control. Um, and so there, you know, she's having to walk, really thread this needle. Now, she wasn't saying this to me. This is just stuff that I know. Um, <clears throat> that's a challenge. So what I see her doing in these dishes, especially these new ones is really trying to figure out how I can how she can work around what Disney requires of her and at the same time really raise the level of 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 the, of, of the experience and that's an easy phrase to say it's a much much more difficult thing to do so while she, you know while maybe not everything's hitting on all cylinders first of all from the last time I was there I see huge improvement but more importantly, I see an attitude of wanting to make this a better place. I think that's why I'm getting defensive about Tony's, which I never thought those words would leave my mouth. Um, but I think that there is an effort being made, and I think that that deserves yes. to well, be supportive. With, supported. Yeah. Well, with my meal, you know, a lot of those things ring true. Surely there's an effort. The, the chicken is low quality, and once again, there's nothing you can do about that. Um, the pasta was well. Good. There is. They can buy yeah. better quality chicken. Yeah, um, I mean, with that chicken, there's no preparation. There's no way you can take that chicken and make it good. It's a like I just imagine that chicken died, very very old, sitting on a rocking chair with hate in its heart, and they just <laughs> scooped it up and fried it for Gosh. your pleasure. Wow. It's a bitter chicken. That was very um, specific. Yeah, uh, but it's very accurate. Yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> you, you can really taste I had chicken the hate. too. So. Yeah, but um, but the thing is, you know, it's. The dishes were a little more original and a little more unique than I expected, given the reputation of this place. And I think it is a workaround to some of those lower quality ingredients. And it's creative. And uh, we'll give it. We'll see that later on too. But um, there were some creative calls that they made to try and use those in a a unique way to get past that. But they also fell to old standbys like oversalting or over seasoning to get past the lower quality ingredients as well. So it's it's kind of a bind for them to take those raw materials, I think, and make it into something powerful. All right, Steve, what did you have? Uh, I had the ravioli. It had spinach and ricotta cheese in it. Uh, you could have, like Charles's dish, you could have chicken or shrimp uh, added. I chose not to with the experiences that everyone else had. I'm glad that I didn't uh, add the chicken. Um, that being said, the presentation was very beautiful. I think they did a great job. Mm-hmm. Um, they had avocado, or not avocado, um, uh, the spinach uh, and rega- uh, ricotta cheese, regat, 
uh, or spinach and regat ravioli, heirloom tomatoes, wilted shard, and lemon parmesan crema. I was trying to say Alfredo. For $22. <laughs> for, for, for $22. The dish was a $22. It came out dish. avocado. Uh, <laughs> well, it's not an Alfredo. Um, it's a lemon parmesan crema, oh, which okay. is, you know, kind of similar to an Alfredo. It's a white sauce. It's a white sauce, yeah. Um, it was not what I was expecting an Alfredo, so maybe that's what it was. Uh, because when I first uh, started the dish, I didn't like the sauce that much. I thought the raviolis were great. By the end of the dish, I actually did enjoy the sauce. Um, overall, uh, I thought it was really good. The portion size was small. I think if they're making these raviolis in-house, maybe they need to make them a little bit bigger because I finished my meal quicker than everyone else because they give like five half-dollar-sized raviolis, so it was very quick. That being said, it was good because, and so I was finishing it or eating it quickly. Um, I mean, it was it you know drop everything and go just for this ravioli? No, I, it wasn't the best ravioli I've ever had. But with the expectations of what I've heard of this place being so horrible, I was not expecting it to be as good as it was. So that was good. It was, this is also one of the newer items, I believe. Um, so. I think going forward, if there's small tweaks, this could become one of the better dishes because I I liked it. Um, so overall, I don't have a lot to critique on it besides the fact that I didn't like the sauce at first, but overall it was really good. All right. Sean, what about yours? Um, <clears throat> I have a lot to say. I uh, First of all, their dishes were really, really, really pretty. So I'll give them that. Whatever they've done as far as presentation i don't know what it was before but now it looks amazing and you can tell because their three dishes were new and mine was the chicken alfredo that was the one of the old menu items and if you could have just seen them all four on the table at Mm -hmm. one time you could clearly tell chef katie did those other three things and then mine was like a pre-done thing because it did not it didn't look good it didn't taste good um but um wait which what did you have again i had chicken alfredo okay um so you know, banking going chicken, on. Oh, right, the yeah, going chicken. on what they said as far as Chef Katie went. I mean, she. I I got a better look by getting to talk to her at what a chef goes through. Because I mean, in my head, I'm like, wow, this chef is terrible because the food's not good. Which now I've kind of learned isn't necessarily the case. She doesn't have a lot to work with, from what I can tell. And she's kind of set by Disney and what she can do and what she can't do. Well, and she's also very new. Yeah. So she's like... Yeah, literally, I think she just January. came in January and, like, from, like, not within the company. She came from, like, yeah, Louisiana. Louisiana, yeah. Um, so she just kind of got dropped into this this hellhole yeah. of a restaurant mm-hmm. and, like, okay, fix. Um, yeah. And, you know, again, you know, this is... This is prime real estate mm-hmm. in the magic kingdom this is you know should be a premier restaurant and i think uh you know i think she's trying to work towards that yeah so me even saying that is like now i have a better perspective on that side of things and so none of this is necessarily like a direct thing at her she doesn't have a lot to work with based on ingredient qualities and everything like that so we'll see what she does thoughts and prayers to chef katie in the future um but my food my chicken alfredo was one oh it was one of the worst things i've ever eaten in my whole life it was the pasta was terrible if they're making that in-house they gotta stop and buy boxed because that was really bad uh what was bad about it oh it was just oh it was like when it when you would put it in your mouth it was like it fell apart in like a gritty kind of 
way. It was just something. There was something about it that was disgusting. Uh, the sauce was really bad as well. And I got talked like our sh- our uh, waiter. He said. I was torn between the pizza and the chicken Alfredo. And he was like, Oh, you should get the chicken Alfredo. So I'm like concerned about the pizza because, because of how bad the chicken Alfredo was. So, um, and then the worst part was the chicken of the chicken Alfredo as Charles had said, and there's a clip of out there of me picking up my chicken breast and having to rip it with my bare hands because my knife would not cut through it. My teeth wouldn't go through it. So, and that was, I mean, I didn't eat one piece of the chicken because I physically couldn't chew it. I so I almost wonder if it would have bounced. I don't know. It was, it was the, I don't know what they could have done to it to make it like that. I just, I don't cook a lot, but if it's, if it's a lower quality chicken, and it sits under a heat, and I could tell that your dish had been under a heat lamp yeah. because, when you, especially when you do an Alfredo, yeah, um, it coagulates. The, the 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 look and color of the dish will change. The the part like the parts of the uh, the parts of the pasta that don't necessarily have a lot of Alfredo sauce on them, you'll see it kind of dry, dry out. out. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you mix it up, it all looks fine because right. it's being covered by a really thick Alfredo sauce. But now I took a taste of yours and I didn't eat the whole thing, obviously, but I took a taste of yours and I thought the Alfredo sauce was actually decent. Um, And I really didn't feel one way or the other about the pasta. But, Mm. um, you know, I know you absolutely hated it. Yeah, I didn't like the dish at all. I didn't think it was very good. Um, It was, I mean, the chicken was completely inedible. I mean, I really hope the clip makes it in there because I, I like it was so bad of chicken quality and everything and i didn't really try anyone else's except yours i tried your steak i thought it was okay like i didn't think it was i, I thought it was good for the magic kingdom but i thought it was way overpriced like you could take that same 32 dollars and spend it on a way better steak somewhere else and well, on Disney i property, just so. i i i i think it was overpriced i don't think it was grossly overpriced mm-hmm. i thought it was really well prepared the steak was very tender um and it was delicious it was very flavorful Mm. and i'm gonna tell you i've paid more and gotten less um so i I tried it as well and i thought it was one of the better things i've had in the magic kingdom not saying that the magic kingdom is known for having the best food of the four theme parks but i thought like i was pleasantly surprised with how good it was well you know given given how profitable the magic kingdom is Mm -hmm. You'd think they could make some adjustments in terms of the quality of the food that they're serving. Mm-hmm. Um, but now for dessert, um, what uh, I know we tried uh, that seasonal cheesecake. Yeah. <laughs> that was absolutely out of this world. Sure it was. Yeah, different world. Except yeah. different universe. Okay, you might be forgetting about a key game-changing element. Um, there was an odd, and we, we questioned Chef Katie on this because it was a very, very odd choice. What looked to be a layer chocolate. of chocolate around the rim of the dish actually turned out to be balsamic vinegar. And right. in all my in all my years... yeah. In all my years of, you know, and I don't eat at, you know, low rent places. I'm, you know, I've had a lot of, eat a lot of meals at really upscale places all over the world. I have yet to experience balsamic vinegar with a, 
uh, with a cheesecake, and this was a fail. The cheesecake itself was absolutely out of this world. The blend of cheesecake and balsamic vinegar. Not a good idea. Well, it's especially funny because it, like we were saying, it looks like the cho- it looks like chocolate. So you you're duped into being like getting a big scoop of chocolate with it. Yeah, when I took the first bite, and I guess I guess Casey had mentioned that there was balsamic there, but I wasn't there for for that heads up. <clears throat> so I thought it was chocolate or some kind of some kind of strawberry sauce or something like that. And I took the first bite, and I'd actually thought, oh my god, this cheesecake has gone bad. And then I was like, wait, that's a very specific type of, is that, is that, is that vinegar? Is that balsamic vinegar? And I realized the reason they made that call might be because balsamic vinegar goes really well with fresh strawberries. But, you know, and I bring it up uh, like uh, often enough in these dining shows, uh, my girlfriend is a chef. And so I brought this up to her throwing it around. And I was like, yeah, so they made a weird call in dessert. I want to know if like you if this is common in maybe like different places or different countries or something, it was like cheesecake with balsamic vinegar. And she gave me this like horrified look and she's like, no, no, that is never, that is not a thing. Now this dish, uh, the seasonal cheesecake is eight fifty, mm-hmm. And I will say the cheesecake itself, the quality of it was outstanding. It was good. I, I wouldn't go with outstanding, but I, I thought it was very decent. Thought it was out. It was an outstanding cheese. I've had far worse. Um, now, uh, Steve, you ordered the tiramisu, mm-hmm. uh, Kahlua espresso soaked lady fingers and whipped uh, mascarpone topped with a mocha cream for $8. Yeah. Uh, and I actually, when I was looking at the menu, we, like I said before, we try not to, or- we try to order different things and kind of everything else is picked. And then I was like, oh, I guess I'm going to get the tiramisu. Uh, I am so glad that I did because it was easily, I think everyone could agree that it was the best if not tied, I think you like the cheesecake a little bit better, but I think everyone well, else... Well, I didn't agree. try the tiramisu because it's soaked in yeah. Kahlua. Um, um, but so. yeah. Oh, crap. Was it? Yeah. What? Oh. It's, well. Kahlua, it's Kahlua espresso. Well, it was delicious. It was delicious, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was Enjoy so rehab, Charlie. It was, like, really fluffy, and I don't really love the coffee flavor, but it was just, a, like, the perfect hint of coffee flavoring that it was, like... So good because it was swimming in alcohol. Maybe I didn't taste alcohol. Yeah, I didn't at all. And uh, Sean, you got the chocolate cake for eight uh, for nine fifty. Yep. What were your thoughts on the chocolate cake? Just it went with the rest of my meal, so I don't know. It was it wasn't worse than the previous things I had eaten. It was very like I wouldn't say middle of the road because that's like too much for it but it was like if you went to i mean me and steve talked about it It was like if you were staying in one of the value resorts and went to the food court or really any of the food courts i guess and then got like open the glass case and got a chocolate cake out of it like it was this mousse kind of it's like the snack that you can get on the side of like the quick service locations yeah Yeah. yeah. so it wasn't good it was just very it was just really plain it wasn't there wasn't a lot to it so i mean i definitely don't recommend it steve's dish was amazing that tiramisu was the best thing that was put on that table period for the whole day the the presentation of your chocolate cake was unique it was very unique i did not like that either um dirty underwear yeah it was not a pretty sight it was a skid mark going down the middle you know what they typically do where they take the chocolate and they spread it it's just it wasn't it wasn't a good way it wasn't the best way to 
And then, yeah, I mean, the tiramisu was the best. I mean, of everything I tried the entire meal, that was the best thing. So that's the only thing I would pop in and be like, can I get some tiramisu from you guys? Because it was really good. But even, I mean, I still can't get over. They put balsamic vinaigrette on that cheese. And I just. Not on it, around it, but okay. It was close enough. Or whatever, it should have been in the kitchen. So, and not on a plate with the with the cheesecake. So. All right, Charles, scale of one to. Oh, let me just say that the total for, the total for this with my Tables in Wonderland discount was about $180. Um, so that was not a cheap meal. You're talking about. You know, for appetizer, main course, and dessert for four adults, uh, you're looking at a, a solidly, you know, $45 a person with no alcohol being served. Um, but on a scale of one to ten, Charles, what do you give Tony's Town Square? Uh, for me personally, <clears throat> I'm going to go with four uh, with an asterisk that says that the service was phenomenal. Um, but, yeah, I, I still have to give it a four. Uh, I'll jump a a little bit higher. I'll say a six, but I'll also put an asterisk and say it's trending upwards. Like I think in six six months, this place could be way better. Sean? Mm. I'm trying to remember what I gave boat rights because I know this is one very small step up from that. So I think I gave that a one, so I'll give this a two. So it's right there. Like it's very borderline inedible, and I just couldn't recommend i wouldn't send my loved ones here i would as an agent i wouldn't send my clients here like i would not do that to them so i just so two and i'm i'm actually i'm actually uh considering uh, everything taking everything into account my meal i thought was very good i enjoyed my salad um i thought they were incredibly uh, accommodating to my dietary restrictions um i thought that uh that uh, Roman steak or the Roman style steak was delicious. Uh, the vegetables were fresh and the service was excellent. So I'm giving it a seven. Um, and I will put an asterisk next to mine saying subject to further evaluation. Um, I, I, I will say based on the money part of it, I forgot that when I was giving it a two, I would be really upset if I had spent over $200 because without Tables in Wonderland, the average person coming, well, that would have been a 200 Well, as the person who did spend the $200, I'm going to say that it was overpriced mm-hmm. for what we got. Right. But I'm not like devastated. I'm not like, oh my God, that was the worst thing I've ever done. Um, I've, you know, and I, I'm sorry, I, I, I can't, Given the meal I had mm. um, and given uh, the interaction we had with the chef, I can't put this in the same same uh, scope as boat rights. I don't see boat rights making any effort at all, whereas clearly here they are trying to do something. Now, whether or not they've hit the mark yet um, is is certainly obviously open for debate. But there's a real effort being made, and I think that deserves to be supported and applauded. Um, so I will say that it, it is certainly far better than my last experience there a few years ago. Much, much better. So that is certainly a plus. And I think given time um, and how open she is to feedback, Chef Katie will make a marked difference on Tony's Town Square Restaurant. And that is our review. We hope you enjoyed it. And we'll be back with you again next week with another episode of the Disney Dining Show. Have a great week, everybody.